Hi, this is Jack Wolf, the Disciplined Trader, and today's podcast is going to be an interview with somebody very interesting. This person is a gentleman who has suffered the slings and arrows of agony and defeat, profit and loss, and he has taken my course, and he has then become, in full disclosure, my partner. So I'm going to introduce you to Barry Webb. Barry, say hello. Hi there, everyone. <laughs> Barry, where are you from? Uh, originally from Australia, now uh, now living in Europe. Yeah, I couldn't tell you were from Australia. That was that slipped <laughs> right by me. Um, so, Barry, tell me, just as long or as short as you want, tell me about your your past trading experiences, and and also not just your trading experience. Well, let's just start with that. Tell me about your past trading experiences. Yeah, look, absolutely. Look, I've been a successful uh, IT. Uh, professional for for many years, but uh, I think going back around twelve years, I'm I'm probably not unlike uh, uh, a lot of people who, uh, or most people who are looking for uh, a more financial, in, you know, financially independent lifestyle. And I saw trading, and in particular forex. I mean, I've been trading stocks for a very long time. Uh, but stock trading, equities trading, as uh, as the professionals call it, uh, I've always seen as more longer term. But I saw forex trading as an opportunity to supplement and, in time, replace and improve my earning capacity. So, I mean, the short answer to your question: probably uh, forex trading. I've been trading off and on for the last twelve years. Wow, that's a long time. So what, what's your experience been? Have you been profitable? Have you, have you felt that the brokers have treated you fairly? Tell me about it. I mean, we, that's the why. Tell me what's happened. Well, um, you know, you, as, a, as a layman, you, you're really at the mercy, aren't you, of uh, the knowledge uh, imposed on you by maybe brokers or platform providers or both. Um, so... You know, I, I could count on two hands uh, how many providers that I've traded with um, and uh, the equivalent number that I've sought educational services from. Um, so, look, there's there's a lot of chaff to sort through, uh, both with brokers and uh, education providers, um, and they're all promising the holy grail. I don't think that'll surprise a lot of people. Uh, that's part of marketing. Um and look, they've all, you know, they, they all have uh, what they believe is their own smart chart system, typically an MT4 system, and of course their own methodologies. Um, look, unfortunately for me, uh, none of them really fulfilled uh, their promises. Uh, you know, I guess I always, be, being an Australian, you know, I love using sporting analogies. I mean, um, I just never thought I, – I never felt like I was in the game. I thought I was merely on the sidelines uh, um, and forever trying to make up losses using their methodologies. Well, I'm going to get into uh, trading methods a little bit later, but did it ever feel like they were trading against you, like like your stops were being hunted or – I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to set you up. If you never felt that way, tell me you never felt that way. Did you ever feel like you were trading against your broker? I know now that they were, but then no. Uh, you know, I wanted to look for 
you know, I was blaming myself, um, thinking, well, hang on, how did that happen? Or I just relate, you know, I, I, uh, I guess I would just blame the fact uh, that that's how it worked. I mean, I didn't know better. And when I questioned the broker on why uh, that stop got hit when it was seemed so far from the action, uh, of course, they had every excuse and, look, that's the way it is, uh, move on. So I, I never believed that, uh, you know, I had any recourse on that, of course. Um, you know, I was a small fish in a big sea. Well, you and I uh, had our own experience with, and I'm not pulling in punches on this podcast, Saxo Bank, where they simply reversed the trades and we found out later that they were internalizing the trades and, and uh, you know, somebody taking you along and teaching you about markups and rolls gets taken for a, a ride, so as it were, and then I find out later that they're "quote unquote" internalizing the business. Yes, well, you know, if I knew that back then, I wouldn't have traded full stop. No, absolutely not. Um, so, what made you? What made you um, want to trade? Well, well, first off, let's tell everybody. Barry took my course. And uh, we became fast friends, and and we've been working together ever since. So, what when I said to you, Barry, let me show you what I know. Let me show you what thirty five years of in the of the business looks like. Uh, you know, we'll spend a week together. And uh, what made you make that decision? Because it wasn't cheap. No, it wasn't cheap. Uh, but you know, I I listened to you know, what your philosophies were, but certainly uh, the intellectual property that you have and communicated to me um, really addressed some of the issues that I encountered with other providers over the last 12 years. So I thought, well, you know, I'm, you're never too old to learn something new, and I certainly uh, have always wanted to achieve uh, independence financially, and Forex is still appealing to me. But uh, it was really uh, the intellectual property you were able to share with me, and and the model sounded interesting. And, you know, I can I can you know I can talk about that a little bit more as to what I found interesting about the model. But I wanted to find out more, and I thought really it was a small. Invest, relatively small investment uh, um, given uh, personally uh, what I wanted to achieve. But you've done that before, right? You've, you've, you've done other classes. Uh, I think I remember you saying something about a, a trading room, which is... Yeah, your, your trading room, that's right. And, and what happened there? Well, you know, they went broke. Um, that, uh, you know, I invested a lot of money with them. And this is, uh, another thing, uh, you know, that you shared with me when we first met, um, you, uh, you've got to be very careful about what broker you have an account with, but not only that, how much cash you keep in that broker's account, because what's been proven over time is, uh, many of them have gone out of business and typically, uh, will go go out of business again. So, uh, you know, you shared a lot of information which, uh, you know, opened my eyes to think, well, you know, 
perhaps there is a, there is there is a system, there is a model, there is a way that does have integrity. And that's a big thing too, integrity. You've been listening to Jack Wolf, the Discipline Trader, and you can find me at jackwolftrading.com or you can email me at jack at jackwolftrading.com. Another thing you can do is after you're done looking at some of the videos or listening to some of the podcasts that are associated with that website, you can uh, call me. My number's there too. Um, Nine out of 10 times I'm going to pick up and uh, 50% of those times I'll be able to talk to you, but I will get back to you. So email me at jack at jackwolftrading.com and you've been listening to Jack Wolf, the Discipline Trader. Okay, so you and I, Instead of giving the broker a big handful of money as our margin, now, those of you who are new to the trading world, what you do basically is you put up money for margin. This margin is not the typical margin of stock traders. What this means is that you're putting up enough money so that you're protecting the broker from how they can lose or how much you could lose in a given day. Usually in commodities, <clears throat> excuse me, usually in commodities, it's supposed to be three days. So how much they think you might lose in three days. Uh, in Forex, because the market is very volatile and things can happen very quickly, they usually require a lot more. And um, and there's 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 no central... There's no central execution place. Foreign exchange is simply a bunch of banks who make their own prices, and there is absolutely no time in sales. So so um, what we're doing, we are giving a letter of credit. So we're putting our money in our bank, okay? And we are giving the, the broker the ability to, uh, what's the word? draw draw down that letter of credit should we lose well if we lose should we lose whatever but here's the big thing if they go broke they only have a piece of paper they don't have our money one of the biggest risks i find in this business right now no matter how rock solid your trading model is is the risk of the business going bankrupt. I could name three or four right off the top of my head and two or three I was involved with. Uh, Refco was the first one I was involved with. I had 25000 with Refco. They went bust, and the, I sold my claim for $0.42 cents on the dollar, and what, they got, what, what the actual customers of Refco ended up getting was $0.09 cents on the dollar. And here's, here's the crazy thing. Um, and Barry, pardon me for talking on uh, my interview with you, but they, the the people who put cash with a Forex broker are considered unsecured creditors. Uh, I never understood that. It's cash. How, how can you be an unsecured creditor? But you get paid back last. So if you do a letter of credit, this is one way to protect yourself in a world where, let's face it, businesses go broke. People make bad decisions. So you can keep your money nice and safe in your AAA-rated bank. And uh, Barry happens to bank at one of the largest banks in Australia. And and he can keep his money there. Yeah, it costs a little money to do it. You have to pay them to do this uh, piece of paper. But guess what? You've knocked out now the biggest risk in trading Forex, which is 
the Forex broker going out of business. It must dawn on most people when you're about to give somebody a nice chunk of money, hey, do I really know how stable this company is? Well, you don't, and you don't know what knucklehead is running it. So this way, Barry and I are able to trade the exact same way, but we and they have the exact same security, but the, all they actually have is a piece of paper. If you want to learn how to trade on a letter of credit, I can show you how. Uh, contact me through jackwolftrading.com. Also, uh, if you have done your diligence and you are trading with a broker that is solvent, that does not mean that tomorrow they'll be solvent. It is always better to have your money and give the broker a financial instrument. If this is over your head, if you don't understand what I'm saying, there's one easy way to find out. Email me, jack at jackwolftrading.com, or call me from one of the numbers that you find, guess where, jackwolftrading.com. Did I pretty much sum it up? Absolutely. Um, how, how have you been doing so, thus far? I know you've, you've, you're working full-time in a whole other job. I mean, you're, you're, holding, you're trying to trade and do another full-time job. How's that working out for you? Yeah, look, it's, uh, you know, obviously I hanker to be, uh, you know, a full-time trader. Um, so, you know, obviously it's worked out well using your model in, uh, in, in a small way, but obviously to maximise the returns, you need to be doing this full-time. So the way I see it, you either – uh, trade yourself on a on a full time basis, or or uh, you have BJW uh, financial <laughs> trade on your account for you. That's a nice plug. I like that. Uh, it's a, and that's a damn good idea because as I was just telling the gentleman in the recording studio, I said, "Look, you're trading against professionals." I told him how I made my first commercial with the egg crates on the on the side of the wall and uh, the microphone I picked up on Amazon and. And uh, he laughed, and and I said, "Yeah, that's that's about like you trying to trade against me in the marketplace." I'm a 35 year professional. Everybody who's uh, running these forex brokerages, uh, they've got lots of time and, and effort and money in the business. You don't stand a chance unless you have some sort of professional education. Now that you know the model that I that I have, well begun to teach you. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the biggest drawback from your being able to trade it successfully right now? Like if I, if I just disappeared and I said, Barry, you do this on your own. Well, there's still learning to be done. Um, but it, it, the biggest drawback is commitment. You need to be committed, uh, totally committed to trading the model. If you're going to trade yourself, you need to be totally committed uh, to learn the model, but to uh, constantly uh, engage in that learning process. Um, look, to give you, if we can backtrack a bit, you know, the, the three things I think why this model is elevated above, above any other um, methodologies that I've come across. Um, it, it doesn't trade on lagging indicators it, it trades on price levels now to me that's extremely important in a really fast moving market you know you you have a look at the multitude of uh, 
providers out there that sell these charting systems. This trade, this model relies on trading on pricing levels, which obviously, Barry, you're uh, an expert, proven expert and successful at. But two, and these are these are not in any particular order. Three, uh, these three points aren't in any particular order. I mean, the risk management, uh, the fact that, you know, obviously, you know, stops are important, but they're automated stops and the trails allow you to, to really maximise the profits. And what I really like about trading is that it's high volume trading. I mean, my personality really suits uh, a, uh, a day, day trading, a high volume trading model. And, and three, most importantly, I alluded to this uh, uh, from your first or second question, it's the IP. Uh, it's the intellectual property that comes uh, comes with you. It's, uh, it's the knowledge and the integrity of uh, of the system um, and the background you gain and the learnings you gain around uh, uh, what margins you should be uh, trading on with any particular broker. Um, but not only that. As you know, with uh, BJW now, um, we offer something maybe not unique, but certainly something of high value, and that's, uh, you know, creating our own liquidity to offer uh, people that want to have better control of their destiny. If you can give me a second, let me just uh, identify some of the things you just talked about. What Barry means by the model that I've shown him, uh, this is a model that is very simple to learn, and we'll talk about it in later podcasts. What it is is basically picking a price level, uh, entering by a stop, and trailing this trailing the market very, very closely. So it's essentially taking small pieces out of the market all day long. Now, Barry has another job, so he can only work certain hours, but what I do is I sit there and I set these things up, and every time the market goes through them, I reset them. And what the intellectual property he's speaking of is we have a platform which actually tags the trailing stop onto the order. So if you were to say, hey, uh, Jack, I want to trade your model. Um, I want to take your class. I want to be with you. I I want you to show me how to trade or I want you to trade uh, my money either way. What BJW Financial has is a, is a, propri- <laughs> a proprietary platform which can be very easily and with a high frequency put into the market and, uh, and it automatically has a trailing stop attached. Now, you can, you can attach this uh, platform to any broker that you want. So, uh, uh, so filling in a few of the blanks there, and then there's a reason I call myself the disciplined trader. If there's anything right now that Barry and I are discussing that is not in your vocabulary, there's a, a way to contact me. It's uh, jack at jackwolftrading.com, or you can go to jackwolftrading.com and call me at any one of those numbers you see there. Anytime I'll pick up or someone will pick up and get me a message and I will return your call. Point is, is that we can chat about it. You can understand it. 
You know, if you don't, so I won't ask the question, I'll just simply say it. If you don't hold to your risk management, in other words, if you say, oh, well, I'll just risk another 10 pips, you know, because I think it's going to eventually go my way. The hardest thing in the world is to, to cut a, a, a losing trade and walk away. I can't think of anything harder. When, you're, when you know the market's going up and the market goes against you and you have to stop out, you know what? You can always get back in, but it's so hard to, to walk away. And, it, and if you lose an, a certain amount, what do I make you do, Barry? Uh, follow the model. Well, yeah, but if if you lose three 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 times in a row on a certain currency, you're out. You're out. You need to walk away for at least the session. And is that an easy thing to do? No, it's not. It's really hard. Uh, it's it's hard to be disciplined, but you need the discipline. You need to run my model, your model, anybody's model with with exact precision and discipline. You know where you can find me, Jack Wolf, the Discipline Trader, at jackwolftrading.com. We're here with Barry Webb, and, and Barry's been in the trading game for quite some time. He's been a retail trader, and he's been a, uh, a professional uh, investor authorized by the, by the country of Australia as a professional investor. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted you to take me through your your past trading and and what you expected and how it actually turned out look uh, suffice to say it hasn't met expectations um and look i i now see uh, a number of reasons why so um on the journey i've taken uh, i understood that uh, i would need education um i believed that uh, forex could offer you know a financially independent lifestyle and uh and looked at it as a possibility to take on a full-time trading vocation, but I recognised I needed uh, training to do that. So uh, over a period of, uh, you know, five to seven years, um, you know, I attended uh, numerous educational courses and seminars and, in fact, uh, joined uh, a membership, um, paid for a membership with a company called Your Trading Room, uh, which was a forex educational company and provided all the uh, education material for basic forex trading and, of course, indicators and, and strategies and access to, to live uh, trading rooms with uh, professional traders, uh, so, so I believed. So uh, it's been quite a journey, but uh, I, I soon learned, and YTR, uh, your trading room is a great example, that company uh, didn't seem to last very long, and they took my money with them. Um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, they were a great marketing company, and uh, and and provided what uh, what I thought, and what many of the other members thought, and I'm still in contact with some of those members. A uh, a way to uh, trade with professional moder- moderators, um, either trade on your own or for them to. Uh, uh, trade for you and they would take 95% of the profit. So, look, alarm bells should have rung there when they uh, were saying that uh, 95%, there's obviously not much left for them to survive. But uh, nevertheless, um, alarm bells also uh, arose when some of their strategies 
which were based on MT4 um, charts, um, they a lot of their strategies were based on range trade, range trading, and that wasn't native to MT4. So there are a lot of issues in in even trading their strategies, uh, and uh, it certainly was a complex and difficult um, uh, system to navigate through. Um, the other thing, of course, that uh, surprised me was uh, just how little money the moderators made. We had access to their trading rooms. They had uh, a trader in Singapore, trading Asian times. They had a trader in the US uh, and a trader in Europe. And uh, at no stage did any of them seem to make uh, any money. Um, so, look, it, it, uh, it wasn't the best experience. That was just one experience. That was probably one of the worst of them where um, – you know, I like uh, hundreds of members paid paid mon- money to be a member of, um, but other seminars and uh, wait, wait, Barry, one second. Let me ask you a question. When you first came to the trading room, what did they want from you initially? Did they let you uh, come on for free? Did they show you their rooms first? How how did you even find these people? So there was a trial period. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were allowed to access the rooms from memory. I think it was uh, for a month. Um, following that month, uh, you would you had to pay uh, five thousand dollars for uh, initial five thousand dollars for the membership. Right. That got you access to the live trading rooms, but then there was incremental membership uh, then to join their program, which offered the pot of gold, and that was an additional ten thousand uh, ten thousand dollars. The point I'm trying to make here, Barry, is that when you find yourself uh, getting something for nothing, uh, generally my experience has been, and, and, and I don't mean to talk over your interview because this is your interview, but I went to a red light, green light seminar once just to see what it was about because they advertise on TV and they say, we're going to be in your area and they do about four or five a day over the weekend and they're free, but when you leave, they hotbox you and try to sell you a, a very expensive piece of software and membership and so on and so forth. And my point here is, is that when you, when you get something for free, you get exactly what you pay for. And then there's always the sales pitch at the end. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, no, exactly. And, uh, you know, I learned that uh, the strategies they offered were, were largely based on indicators and they didn't work. And at the time, uh, they promised a lot, but uh, the indicators just didn't work. Um, and with experience, I realised that these indicators were lagging. They were lagging the price action, and uh, you couldn't you couldn't rely on them to uh, to make good trading decisions. Um, certainly, though, uh, they're a great way to uh, uh, for. Uh, these educational companies to promote profits because they're using those uh, in uh, in their back testing to back prove testing. how they could have made money. Back testing. Let me tell you a little bit about back testing in case you don't know, and I'm I'm sure you do by now. But back testing is when you take a theory or a trading philosophy or a trading idea, and you run it through uh, past information. And if it comes out positive, then that's supposed to be good. The problem is that doesn't take into consideration any price action. It doesn't take into consideration executions, volumes, 
uh, gaps or anything else. It's simply a a hypothetical model back-tested on hypothetical data. The data may even be real, but it's not in the real world. It's not in execution. So anything that's quote-unquote back-tested means absolutely zero. Would you agree with that? Yeah, exactly. Well, the other thing I wanted to ask you is your trading since then. What have you been doing? I know you, well, listen, I've disclosed already. You're my partner. You've had, you have right now a a job with a major company. It, it pays you a big salary, but still you want to be a trader. And uh, you've traded You've traded before you met me. And, and how's that gone? Hey, yeah, no, well. Why? why? Why do you think? Well, trading indicators, uh, once again, I think uh, up until now and, and uh, certainly seeing the way that your model works, uh, it, it's adorning that you just can't rely on past action. You need to focus on uh, price uh, and momentum. But um, I think in the past, I've just relied on, on strategies that simply don't work. You've been listening to Jack Wolf, uh, the Discipline Trader, and you can reach me anytime uh, at my website, jackwolftrading.com, or you can email me at jack at jackwolftrading.com. You know, if you want to just learn about me and how I got to be where I'm at, you could also take a look at jackwolfcoaching.com. I do personal coaching, mentoring, trading, mentoring, coaching, anything you like. You can find me at jack at jackwolftrading.com or jack at jackwolfcoaching.com. And Barry, if you don't mind me asking and telling the whole world of iTunes, how much have you lost trading so far? Yeah, probably to the tune of a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I it, it, and I don't. This is a loaded question, and 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 this is the problem that I've been having. It, you know, I I used to run a seminar and I'd charge thirty three hundred pounds, euros, dollars, whatever, and people were stunned by that. And the reason that they were stunned by it was that it was up front and. And um, I was I was getting a lot of uh, flack, you know. uh, Well, most seminars are free, and most most uh, most most times that I I get a trial period, and and I think what you've just addressed is every one of those issues, and and I'm really grateful for that, and 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 I want everybody listening to know that that I didn't prep you for this, and please 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 tell everybody that you know this is a true and honest conversation, and that's how we got together because. You know, I see what goes on out there, and I see the people that take advantage and 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 where it's all salesmanship and there's no real trading. Um, Barry, I want to really thank you for your time, and and more so, I want to thank you for your honesty. I know it's hard to to uh, say that to the world, and uh, but you've seen what we can do now, and uh, and, and your checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, I would say it's something even more vulgar. This is not for recording. It checks in your mouth, uh, which is a combination of two, the two great lies. Um, so um, uh, uh, we'll talk soon. And uh, again, I want to thank you for your time. Yeah, pleasure. Thank you. Bye bye. This is Jack again, and and I'm going to summarize a couple of things that we just talked about, and and you know, let me fill in first how I met uh, Barry Webb. He, um, we were at a barbecue. Our kids went to the same school, and you know, uh, we were talking about this and that, and things that guys talk about in barbecue. And my wife happened to tell his wife what I do for a living, and she mo- motioned over to me and said, "Hey, you know." 
That's Barry's dream. He's always wanted to be a trader, but he's just had nothing but bad luck. It was easy to, for me to identify why he was having this bad luck, and it wasn't bad luck. It was a lack of discipline. And, you know, even while I was teaching Barry how to uh, trade this model, and I'll get into this model very briefly today, but in later podcasts more in depth, even while I was tr- teaching him this model, he would say, hey, wait, what if we backed it up to five pip trail instead of a two pip trail? And so I indulged him once and I said, okay, go ahead and do that and see how it works. And of course it didn't. Um, You cannot change the market. The market is going to be the market. And there are going to be some days that the market conforms to your model. And there's going to be some days when it's just not. In our particular model, choppy markets are no good. Markets that don't break out are no good. So we have to then what? Walk away. We're not going to sit there and grind ourselves into a big losing position. Listen, my model is very simple, and I'm going to talk about it later, but it's it's basically this. Don't lose. (laughs) It's pretty easy to say, isn't it? Don't lose. Stay in the game. If you can keep yourself plus or minus a thousand or, you know, assuming a hundred thousand dollar account. So if you have a ten thousand dollar account, just just think accordingly. So if you can keep yourself minus 1,000, minus 1,500, you're in the game. But what happens if you're down 10 or 15 or 20,000? Your mind starts thinking, God, I got to get this back. I've got I've to go bigger. I've got to go, I've got I've, I've to figure out some way to get back to even. Um, I'm going to buy some more down here so that my price average is lower and and I'm going to have twice as much, so all I need is just a little bump, and it's going to go. Well, guess what? That's the perfect way to empty your account, and that's what happens. Um, The discipline of the trading is to walk away when it's not going your way. Don't get yourself into a hole. If you don't get yourself into a hole, then you can trade the way you want without having to worry about being in this big, gigantic hole. Now, think about this. Okay, I've got a $100,000 account, 100,000 euro account, 100,000 whatever account, and I'm down 20,000. Am I going to look forward to going to work that, that morning? Not even a little bit. Because the best I can hope for that day is to get to break even. So now my whole goal in life is to get, to, get back to where I, what I started with. This is no way to trade. This is no way to live. Now, I'll tell you a story about how I came up with this model, and then we'll end it there. One day, and this is a true story, I was sitting with uh, three positions on, and they were long-term positions, and they were about 10 pips each from their profit target. They were all basically dollar positions. So it was euro dollar, pound, great British pound dollar, and I think maybe dollar yen. So it was a dollar position. And we said, okay, let's go out to dinner. My stops were in. We were protected. Everybody went out. And I, I even picked up the check because I was close to like one of the biggest trades I'd ever made. So we get back. And I look at the screen, and every single one of my trades hit. They were all past my, at my profit target or past. Profit target, by the way, is called a limit order. Never used another one since, and I'll tell you why. 
what had happened is the market actually dived down, dove down, and took out my stops, came right back up, and went to my profit target. True story. I go back to the computer, and I see what I think is a crosshair uh, from my mouse. I come back to the house uh, where I trade from because, you know, trading is a great life. You trade from an office in your house. If you have kids, you get to see your kids. If you have a girlfriend, you get to see your girlfriend. You make your own hours. Being a trader is cool. We can admit it here. We're all friends. So I look at the screen, and there's a line straight down, took out every one of my stops, and then a line straight back up, and I my account showed a loss. I'm like, how in the world did this happen? Well, I vowed right then and there never, never to trade like that again. I'm not going to sit there and hope and pray and hold my breath until my profit target gets taken out. And what Barry was talking about there was trading on price levels. So what I do and what I'll teach you in following podcasts is to pick a price level. When the market breaks through it, uh, you follow it very closely. And then when it goes against you, you get stopped out. You may do this 20, 30, 40 times a session. And when I say session, there's three sessions in a day. There's the U.S. session, there's the U.K. session, and there's the Asian session. So you may do 100 trades a day. Uh, but you're never in the market unless the market's moving. And that's what he really likes about it. That's what I really liked about it. So I take the hoping, the praying, the wishing, the the wanting the, 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 oh God, please let it go up five more pips out of the whole equation. When you trade, you trade only when the market's moving and you take a small piece out of the market and you just keep piling those into your account. And guess what? When you turn around, all those small pieces become big pieces. This has been Jack Wolf, the discipline trader, and I hope to see you on my next podcast. (laughs) 